Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Uh, welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. My name is Tim. I am a dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today, episode 7 of the Faerun 4 campaign. We're going to get into it in just a moment, but first, um, I just want to say that it was brought to my attention that some of our like very early episodes, like the maybe the first six or seven, um, were no longer showing on some feeds. Uh, so thanks to Isaac for bringing that to my attention. Uh, the problem has since been fixed, so uh, I was completely not aware. I like to pretend that the earlier episodes don't exist. Basically, up anything up until like uh, you know episode thirty of like the first campaign when we got our uh, new equipment and I had figured out how to you know, produce semi-decent audio quality at that point. Yeah. So anyways, if anybody else had noticed that, uh, I sure hadn't. If that was a concern to anyone, it has been rectified. You can go back and listen to the very beginning episodes. Uh, I also do want to say that uh, the fan art competition, um, as of this being released, um, and that, again, was the contest to draw Laura Dern the actor as a hobgoblin or a corn-based version of a hobgoblin called a cobgoblin. I don't know what that is. I don't know why I thought this um, art contest would be good. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody will have entered. And to be honest, if nobody does, then uh, I will be completely not surprised because it was a silly idea. But, uh, Anyways, I would accept, like, really any artistic rendering. It doesn't have to be detailed at all. But anyways, if you were thinking about doing that, um, like, now is the time to send it to me either as a, uh, as a message on Facebook or Twitter or on Instagram or on the Discord or by email, nightsandnerdspodcast at gmail.com. Anywho, uh, I think that's just about it for me, which is nice. I don't have to ramble on. Uh, let's get back to this campaign. Let's rejoin... Um, what are the characters' names? Let's rejoin Thorn, Cass, Hugo, and Hela. And the very capable hands of our Dungeon Master, Tom. All right, We're so back. last time on D&D. Yeah, Candace, what did happen last time on D&D? I could tell you. But I forget. Something about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, Matt and I were discussing this. I was like, some big guys fought us in a room, and I stabbed a lot of them, and then some girl went away and we was like, we killed Laura Dern. Them. That's what it was. Yeah, we killed Laura we killed Dern. Laura Dern. <laughs> that was it. Episode. You uh, killed Chief, Chief Laura Dern, <laughs> the uh, Hobgoblin. Sorry, that's right, Chief. Chief <laughs> of the Durbulik tribe. That's how you say Dern and, and Goblin, I suppose. So yes, you didn't move very far. You were all inside of the, the the room I was referring to as Goblinville, and you did successfully beat the chief. Uh, the commoners did escape with the female shaman that you saw, and you were able to loot around the room in a spectacular fashion. And I don't recall if you guys took a rest. How's everyone feeling? I'm feeling great, uh, I think. I 
looks like yeah, it. Yeah, looks like I'm at full hit points. Are we sure we didn't take a rest? I don't think we took a rest because I only have five hit points. Did you guys take a rest? Did we say it was safe enough and then we were going to take a rest? I think we were planning I feel to like take a rest. Maybe that's what happened. Because I also have I also have ten good berries, which means I probably cast that right before. Okay, so we resting. took a rest. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not positive. We took a rest. The area is very clear. Like you're you're more than able to take a rest. I think we may have talked about it a bit. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We did because we went into that circular room and we we killed a plant. Oh yeah. Yes, you did. And then we de- I think we decided to take a rest in there. Yeah, there's lots of sleeping things because uh, there's a whole I'm... village full of goblins here. And also, didn't the, uh, the cleanest, but... that shaman? Didn't she also say something along the lines of like that she didn't like the chief? She wasn't a big fan, and she didn't like working for Balak. We should have asked her what happened to the kobold's dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not like she was really uh, sticking around to help us. She was trying to just help her goblin folk. Well, I mean, we could go and ask if we really wanted to. But yeah, in terms of, off- you're all welcome to take a long rest. Yeah. Um, that would have easily happened um, over the break between episodes. But you are in that same rib. So what lies ahead of you is the shaft. If you recall, there is a... <laughs> yes, uh, there was a lot of shaft. <laughs> there's a shaft in the middle of the room you guys finished in um, where the chief's throne and all that was it's got a a bit of a it's got a two foot wall around it so it's got a a real fine shaft isn't it yeah it's really (laughs) and it is it is covered in thick vines uh they're pale and there's a bit of the the fungal light um that gives like a light illumination needs an ointment fungal shafts are not great I'm still plotting us for not making dick jokes, but uh, well, we made I didn't it. say anything just yet. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> not even. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, you can't say the word shaft that many times and not expect a dick joke. Oh, I expected that. I'm trying to just get it out of your systems. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the shaft out of our system? Well played. Put, put it up front. You. I want the shaft in my system. <laughs> Take it easy, Vanna. There's no farmers around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where are all the liquored up farmers at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the shaft. <laughs> well, um, does anybody want to come and uh, maybe try to talk to the goblins? Like, find a goblin to talk to? All the ones that were, like, leaving? Yeah. Packing it on up? Just they left it. They left the, and then we had a long rest. So unless you didn't have a long rest and you chased after them, while others of us had a long rest. I mean, we're in an underground keep. I don't know how far they could have gotten. How many? That how many of them be- were there, Tom? Like dozens, dozens of them. Yeah, there were dozens of uh, goblins. They were going through a kind of crack in the wall to the southwest. Might not be a bad idea because we already know, like where we are right now, leads down below, and we are fairly certain that's where Bellic is going to be so that's sort of our uh, end goal I would say and if we want to try and find this dragon yeah maybe she might have some and she might be willing to talk to us since you know we killed a guy that she didn't like yeah is this crack in the wall like is it big enough for an average sized human man to get up in that crack <laughs> it's, it's really tight um, 
as if you go up to it and look a little closer, you can see that it quickly narrows. It's it would be a tight fit for a small creature. Um, uh, likely why it took so long to evacuate the commoners. They couldn't just rush through out of there. If it looks like it would be quite difficult for you guys to fit through. Okay, well, I guess there goes that idea. I can cast Wild Shape. But we don't, here's the thing, we don't want you going off, like, turning into a rat or something like that, going off by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I guess, Backburner, like, if if they still have the dragon, like, if we deal with Belloc, we can still get the dragon afterwards if he doesn't have it, right? Yeah, that's true. Because she said she didn't like working for him either. Like, there might be, the, the goblins may not like Belloc very much, and if we kind of get rid of him, they might be a little bit more open to us. I'm going to take it that you guys are, are discussing this as an option with the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Meepo would chime in. Um, he would point out that it seems like the only two ways from this room are down the shaft or into the tiny cracked, and neither of those would fit a, a dragon. So uh, he's guessing that is probably... Um, somewhere in between your paths you know where you came from um, where the cobalts were staying to your current position now and Matt you should have a mapped out you know a sketched out map can I ask Meepo what the deal is with that uh, that kiln or like that keg thing that we couldn't open in episode 2 we were trying to rip up the bung but we couldn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) rip up the bung (laughs) It's <laughs> uh, um, never not funny. Nepo knows of the room, um, but they they don't use it for anything. He never found a use for it. So there were some some areas that we didn't really explore, like uh, in that the the room that we just came from, basically with all the um, like the pillars in it. There were some other doorways that we didn't go through. And then I think the only other door that we never checked was the the dragon door. The one wasn't it the one with the uh, in the room that said like something about death and the way will open. I forget exactly what it was. Rebuke the dead, open the way. Yeah, and we tried to get through that door and we couldn't. So that was one door that we didn't go through. And then in the room with all the pillars there were three doors that we didn't go through. The first one, I think we we assumed would meet up with sort of the hallway that we had checked out before, but there were two further ones that we didn't go through either. So, I mean, if we wanted to backtrack, what does everyone think? Do we want to just kind of keep on and go down towards Bellic and then try and solve this dragon problem after? I mean, Meepo's with us, assuming that's kind of what we were trying to do. So I'm not taking another scythe to the, to the head trying to open that friggin' door. <laughs> the shaft is where we think Bellic is, down that way, right? Right, yeah. Alright, well, if everyone's still talking... <laughs> God oh, damn it. Uh, You're I just gonna d- jump down the thing, aren't you? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, see you later, guys. I'm going for the apple, and make my way into the shaft. Alright, as you approach, um, you get the sense that these vines should be able to hold your weight and uh, you could treat them like knotted rope 
Let's see what happens. Hey guys, uh, these vines, I get the sense they can hold my weight. I'm going to treat it like a knotted rope. Yeah, I'm sure you would articulate that <laughs> instead of just saying, for the view! <laughs> like the TV show? What's going on here? <laughs> Do you not remember this? This is a running joke already. <sighs> For the sight. Anyways, I'm making my way down. Making my way downtown. Oh, oh right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> I bet in my head, too. Amazing. <laughs> if there are any branch references leaving the podcast... I'm going to uh, that's Vanessa Carlton. How dare you? Oh, what? What did, what did, who did you say? She said Michelle Branch. Who the fuck is that? Who's Michelle Branch? It's the same I era. Okay. Same <laughs> Matt knows. <difference. laughs> Over the course of my long rest, I uh, I swapped out one of my spells because I can do that. Uh, I swapped out protection from evil and good for shield of faith. So yeah, if you are approaching the shaft, I'll just need you to roll an athletics check with advantage. Advantage means I get to go twice, right? Yep. Yes. That's good. My God. That's good. Yeah, get that one out of the way early. <laughs> wow, not much better. Shh, it's better than one. You said um, acrobatics? Athletics. Uh, athletics. So uh, that's a three. You have a minus one? Mm-hmm. Oh, With advantage? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I rolled a one this wow. time? All right. <laughs> and I have a minus one to uh, strength checks and stuff. Can you roll a dexterity check for me? Just a straight dex. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, five. like me. Jeez. Got overzealous climbing the shaft. Okay. This isn't like a, a fail check, but... You're very poor at it. You basically make no leeway. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, you basically I'm just don't make any up movement. You're, you're just managing to grip on for dear life as you uh, stumble for a foothold. She's just going around Guys, sideways. Guys, this a rope thing isn't working <laughs> for me. Instead of down. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like hanging like Spider-Man, but really poorly. Because I just she got gets, tangled up. She gets up. back to like the lip where she starts. She's like, wait a minute. I've been here before. <laughs> So, are I mean, if we're seeing this, are we all gonna go? Like, are we are we ready? I get. Wasn't there? Was there another off of uh, Goblinville on the map here? It shows a a doorway. Is that the crack that you spoke of? Is it on the north wall? On the west wall. Um. Yeah. Okay, and then in the circular room. It shows a little doorway sort of to the northeast. Mm-hmm. Is that a room? Did we explore that? You did not explore that. Did we notice a room? <laughs> Maybe as... Sh- see that there's a door there. Oh, okay. Maybe as... Uh, what's your name? I already forgot. Why don't you have your name? Thorn? Oh, Thorn. As Thorn is... <laughs> running in circles around this uh, shaft. <laughs> I'm not I might- moving at all, hardly. <laughs> look over towards that door and and uh, I'm gonna walk over and just check it out can I do it like a perception check and see if it seems like it's maybe trapped sure like okay yep ten uh, uh, that's still fine you check it out there's no lock it, it's just like a, a latch style handle actually 
Yeah, I'm going to open the door and peek in there. Yeah, you swing it open. Uh, On the other side is just kind of a a running hallway that goes to the east. Uh, You can see um, a few feet in, there's a door that would connect back with the Goblinville area. Uh, The hallway runs, continues to run to the east and takes a turn, uh, and so you can't see around the corner. A turn north or south? Uh, A little bit south. Yeah, it turns to the south. Okay. So that might meet up then with that, uh, with one of those doors, or multiple of those doors from that that hall that I was talking about. Quite possibly. Hmm. Can I make another move, or... In all the time, yeah, just hanging there. Yeah, you continue to work your way down. Okay. Are we just hanging there, guys? If you're moving towards there, Erky's still with you. He's going to continue to accompany you, um, but Meepo will actually stay up here. He's not willing to venture down below. So he says he'll stay here. He'll try and make sure it stays cleared. Um, he's pretty hopeful that you've you've cleared the goblins, and so. Even though you currently haven't found his lost dragon, it'll um, increase their chances um, by a fair bit now that the goblins are gone. Can I ask how deep is this shaft? Yeah, if you go to the little two-foot-wide ledge and peek over, uh, you'd guess it's about 80 feet down. Whoa. Oh, boy. Make my um, way down, shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, is there more um, more of that like glowy fungus down throughout like the, the the whole way down the shaft, or does it just look down into darkness? No, there's faint patches of light from the from the fungus, so you you have low visibility all the way down. All right, I guess. Um, I mean, unless unless um, Castan asks for somebody to accompany him down his little. Uh, passage. Wait, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably... I appreciate you saying my name properly, though. No, oh, you're welcome. Uh, I would probably see if, if we're... if anyone else wants to accompany Thorn, because Hugo also thinks that this is the way to go. Yes, I will... I will... I'm eager to get down there. Yeah, I All think right. so as well. Hey, how long... in like a, a regular explorer's pack or whatever, how... is it like 30 feet of rope that you have? 50 feet of hemp and rope. 50 feet. Okay. I'm just thinking here. I mean, it's a long way down and, you know, a slip might uh, cause... Is it, it? Does it seem like it would be fairly easy on this, like, the vined wall to traverse our way down? It should be very easy traverse and there's plenty of handholds. Okay. Um, seeing be Thorn's easy. example, <laughs> uh, you just think having trouble will, will slow you down. Okay, doesn't really seem dangerous. Um, and do these vines seem strong enough to hold the weight of me? Yeah, they're very thick and veiny. <laughs> I think it's pronounced viney. All right. <laughs> viney. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Vines. Okay. Are yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, roll roll some athletic checks, guys. Again? Yeah, even for you, we'll see if you, if you figure it out. Figure it out. And you have advantage. I got a nine. 
15. I didn't realize I was so athletic. I have a plus 5 to that. Wow. I got 18. Alright, so uh, Hela and Castan, you make easy work. Um, Hugo and Thorn, you're you're slow going. You're you're falling behind. I didn't even but... say what I got. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, I still, I probably am slow going. I, I rolled. I I got an eleven. Eleven's fine. You figured it out. Yes. You're like a kid. You're a kid in the old gym classes. You're just I'm handling the that champion, rope, no problem. My friends. <laughs> All right, so you're all making pace. A few of you are falling a little bit behind. All right, so you'll all eventually get down there. The few of you who climbed a little faster are going to land first. So as you start to reach the the bottom, um, you can see the, the tunnel opens up on one side, and you start to see the room below you. And so what you see is... Uh, more of that luminescent fungus it's shedding a nice violet light clings to the walls and ceiling of this wide cavern the air is damp chilly and redolent with odors of loam and decay there's a layer of earth mixed with rotting vegetation and the remains of cave animals uh, that's strewn all over the floor Uh, there's also several varieties of mushrooms and fungus growing on all this um, rot and soil, uh, as well as a few saplings. I don't trust those saplings. As you reach the bottom, yeah. uh, I'd like y'all to make perception checks. Natural 20. 8. 14. 22. Nice. Um, so, Hugh, I think you're just, um, since you fell behind, you must not be able to see quite yet. I can't see past Castan. Down in front, you big fucking oaf. <laughs> <laughs> so as you get down there and you take a look around the room, um, it's a large kind of square cavern. Um, in this room with you, you see two robed skeletons. Um, they're carrying shovels, and there's a rusted wheelbarrow that's by them. And it seems like they're turning soil and spreading compost on a little fungus garden bed. Those of you, you, you had some high perception rolls, so you also notice that there's two uh, twig blights that are rooted in the garden. The skeletons don't really react to you at all. And um, yeah, the twig blights are acting like trees. Otherwise, from your view, uh, the only exits visible from the room are a um, door that looks like it's constructed um, as part of the citadel here, and that it's on the east wall. And there's a bit of a cave entrance on the north wall. Hmm. The door or the roughed-out cave? Other than the... um, luminescent light. Are any of you using a light source? I have dark vision. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna light a torch. Mm-hmm. I mean, won't that give them, like, won't that alert those guys if we start lighting shit up? Oh, how f- I just assumed they saw us if we can see them. How far away are we from them? Uh, the little garden bed is probably about 40 feet away. Hmm. 
So, okay, are you thinking you just want to try and sneak past without alerting these things? Um, I don't know. We either we either sneak past or we take care of them now so they can't attack us um, later. Do we want to as- observe them at all to see if we can figure out what they're doing? Like what they're tending to? Well, in the gar- you said in the garden there's like some of these so, some of this fungi as well as two of these twig blights, right? Yeah, so what it looks like is an actual little garden bed. Um, there's a few like varieties of mushrooms and some strange plants, and the two twig blights uh, look like you know they're basically rooted in looking like part of the garden. But after seeing the one that was in the potted plant up, up top, like, your high perception was able to make you notice that, you know, these aren't normal plants. They're twig blights, but um, they're not moving. It's almost like they're, you know, hiding right now. And, and the skeletons, though they could see you, um, they don't really react in any way. They're going about their business, tilling the soil and spreading, looks like some sort of rotted goop over the crops. Having just seen the, well, I guess before our rest, having seen the twig blight up above and being very uncomfortable with the abomination of nature that it is, seeing these two down here, I'm, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light a torch and go up and try and light one of the twig blights on fire. All right. As you move towards it, the skeletons don't react to it. Um, you can get right up to one of the twig blights. As you put your torch to it, uh, it has a weird... It's like a mix between a scream and like a hiss, almost like the, the, a burning hiss. Well, it's like you're burning wood that's not fully... Um, what's the word, Katie? It's not fully uh, treated yet, not... Uh... Seasoned. It's not seasoned. Dead? It's still got that moisture. <laughs> yeah, it's not dry. Yeah, it's kind of like that sound mixed with false life. <laughs> so that happens. Um, and the twig blights pull their roots out of the grounds. Uh, some of their branches kind of stretch out. And you're going to enter into combat. So everyone should roll initiative. 21. 15. Fourteen. Four. Yeah, the dicer would love me today. All right. Before initiative starts, Matt, uh, can you roll a 1d4 for me? It's a three. A three. Okay. So that burn on the twig light that you touched with your torch, uh, it was really nasty. Like, it surprisingly, you know, even though it sounded like there's sort of moisture in it, the branch, I'll say, that got touched by fire, um, you know, it, it shrivels up and kind of dies. Yeah. So it, it's quite wounded. There, it's still moving a little bit, um, but it did a surprising amount of damage to it. And first in initiative is going to be Cass, so do it to it. I just want to grab this thing and try and snap it in half. How do I, <laughs> what kind of attack do I make for that? <laughs> All right, so you'll make an improvised attack. So you can roll a d20 and add your strength modifier to it. Oh, man. Um, uh, 19. 
Yeah, that's gonna hit it, and uh, roll a d6 for me. You could roll, add your strength to that as that's, well. Oh, add strength to that, uh, it's zero. Uh, six. Yeah, you, you tear this thing in half, you know, it's it was already wounded by the fire, and you finish it right off. Yeah! <gasps> Snap it! Throw it on the ground and spit on it! Wow! <laughs> I like it. Unfortunately, the skeleton didn't like that. It lifts one of its shovels and swings it at your head. Oh. Is the Mistake. shovel long enough to get all the way up there? Ooh, <laughs> he's gonna miss. He did miss! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing a nine isn't gonna hit you. It is not. Okay. So yeah, he swings. It's a horrible swing. Uh, I think you're splattered with a bit of the decomposing material, though, so there's that. Cool. Yeah. And next up will be Hugo. Hmm. I'm going to shoot a firebolt at the other twig blight. And I rolled a 19 Burn for it. a total of 24. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to do it. Yeah. But only two points of fire damage. Still, that fire hits it, and it is quite devastated. Uh, not only the part of its body that got hit by the flame is burnt, um, but the damage seems to creep through it. Yeah, it's not looking good. Hell is next up in initiative. All right, I think I'm going to uh, go after the skeleton that's that tried to smack Kasten in the head. Um, hand axe style. All right. Ooh, that's a, not a natural 20, but a 20 nonetheless. It's definitely going to hit. And that's nine points of slashing damage. I rolled a six on that sucker. Oh, nice. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. You're really You're good at throwing those. up those bones. <laughs> so yeah, you used a hand axe. Uh, you managed to like must have hit a joint or something, because one of its arms just gets lopped off. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean death for a skeleton. Now he can use that spare arm to hold the shovel and then swing the arm holding the shovel to get a better swing at cast. <laughs> so I really just helped him, that's all. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually hit his head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Thorn, uh, you're up next. All right, so there's a skeleton who's missing an arm and a... And a skeleton that hasn't attacked anyone? Yep. And okay. one very wounded twig blight. But there's two twig blights altogether. No. Yeah, one's one. ripped in half and charred. Yeah. <laughs> that one's dead. That's right. Alright. I am... Can I try and grab the head of the skeleton and twist it off? Okay, you're gonna make an improvised attack there? Yeah. Or is... Are you trying to damage it or, like, control it? Kill it. All right. So damage it, yes. <laughs> I want right. to. I want to can... try and rip its head off. I mean, it won't necessarily happen, but that's my hope. Stabbing it doesn't seem like. You, how do I stab something? That's, yeah. I'm stabby. <laughs> can you slash with a rapier? It's you piercing. Could still, still like swing it at yeah. stuff. No, I just want to, like, jump on its yeah, shoulders and try it. and rip its head off. Do it. You do you. Is that okay? 
Yeah, I'm just thinking of what I'm going to do. So we'll do an improvised attack. Okay. Um, so you can we just roll out first? And you'll just be using strength. So if you have a strength modifier, you can add that. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> it's all right. We'll go with it. I have a, a not good strength modifier. Damn it. Uh, it is a total of seven. Yeah, it doesn't let you grab it. <laughs> I, I try and jump, and I just land on the ground. <laughs> Stupid dice! Man- he manages to step away from you, and, and you can't quite get your hands on its head. Opening up the other dice, these ones are not staying here <laughs> yeah. any longer. He takes off his own head and holds it further away from you. Um, well, since you are grabbing at his head, uh, he is up next, and he's going to take a strike at you. So he is not carrying a shovel. Yeah, he's just gonna kick you. <laughs> Real mature. Uh, I skeleton. mean, he's gonna try to kick you. <laughs> does a six hit? It does not. <laughs> so yeah, he steps away from your weird grabby hands, uh, tries to kick at you. Um, and slips on some of the gunk. Um, oh my god. He full-on Charlie Browns. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> takes a stumble and uh, falls down to a knee. Next up is the last remaining twig blight. I guess, Cass, you're probably the closest. So it's going to whip a, a spiky branch at you. A 20 to hit. That does hit. All right. That's not the right dice that I just rolled. Ooh, max damage. You're going to take five piercing damage. Just fuels my anger and hatred for these things. All right, and um, as it hits you, it will be... It gets enveloped in sacred flames. Um, and if as you look back, Erky Timbers has just... Uh, reach the bottom of the shaft. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey guys, don't forget about me. <laughs> the better. And his clear. sacred flames burn that thing down. Finishes it off. So now you're left with two skeletons, and we're gonna start off with Cass again. All right. First, I look over at Erky and I like nod in approval as I watch this thing burn. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna look at the skeleton that took a swing at me uh i'll pull out my quarterstaff and my shield and i'm going to cast shillelagh and then try and like overhand smash this thing 24 to hit yep definitely (laughs) and that's gonna do 10 bludgeoning damage Oh my god. Oh, yes. Um, and there's a xylophone sound as it crumbles, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you swing at it, and as your weapon contacts it, it's like whatever was holding it together completely is gone, and uh, a spray of bones just flies away, and it makes xylophone noises as they land. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> spray of bones, that's a new band name. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a YA novel title. <laughs> Spray of Bones. 
YA or triple X? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> bone spray has a totally different connotation. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, uh, if necessary, reposition myself to get a clear line of sight of this last skeleton. Just before I uh, launch an attack on this thing, can I see, like, are these robes, are they old looking or are they sort of new looking? I'm not here to shop, come on. They don't look the same age as the skeleton, but they're not good condition. Like, it doesn't look like somebody died in these clothes and then got turned into a skeleton. It looks like it was a skeleton that had clothes put on it. Weird. Okay, firebolt. <laughs> oh. I rolled a <laughs> nine. Nine total, that's probably going to miss. Uh, yep, that does miss. But, uh, yeah, the firebolt still streaks across the room. It, it lights things up a little bit. I guess I'll just get my shield out in case, you know. Uh, but that's that's my turn. All right, hello. I think I'm just going to go with my hand axe again, because I'm not really sure what else to do, so. And you could run up and hit it with your regular axe. I have the hand axe out. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. No, four. Four. Ooh, that's not going to do it. <laughs> I didn't think so. All right, if there's nothing else there, then it goes to Thorn. You weren't paying attention. You were too busy looking up a picture of a skeleton soldier, weren't you? No, but I did look up pictures of skeleton soldiers. Soldiers. <laughs> um, I'm... Uh, Seeing how not strong I am, I'm going to try and stab the skeleton, which makes no sense in my head, but I'm going to do it. This dice feels so so light compared to the metal ones. <laughs> it's obviously not the dice. It's me! It's me! <laughs> oh, I get to add five to that, so... Seven? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> oh, Alright, the game. skeleton is going to go then. Is this and, the one that um, kicked at Thorn? Like it's gonna <laughs> Are we all just it biffing did. it hard? Like, yeah. This is this is hilarious. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> so Thorn and Cass are by it. Um It's gonna try and attack you again, Thorn. So, Yay! Well, he's doing about as good as you. It looks like you're having a synchronized dance at this point. <laughs> you got a whopping seven. <laughs> They're dance fighting! So, it's going to be Erky's turn. He's uh, not going to do too much on this. He's just going to kind of move up with the group. Um, I'm going to loot back up to, to Cass for your turn. I'm going to try and just smash this uh, skeleton with my quarterstaff, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 23 to hit. Wow. Yep. Wow. And seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, yeah, it hits, and your shillelagh yet again does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blow lands, and... You know, you get the sense that the force of your attack, you know, would have been a strong hit, but when it contacts the bone, it, it really starts shattering apart. Um, 
so this thing actually collapses it loses integrity and falls apart so can i just point out in that round Kaz just walked up lit up a twig blight ripped it in half and then dusted two skeletons by himself <laughs> i really tried <laughs> But yes, Cass. Yay, Cass. Woo-hoo. No one kills like Caston. <laughs> Break some bones like Caston. His hands are in his, on his face. He hates it so much. I regret everything. <laughs> All right, you've obliterated the farming party. Good job. Yay, we killed the farmers. Can I- yeah, fuck farmers. <laughs> So Calm down, I was Vanna. A, yeah, it was just a bit of noise. The farmers. Like, Tell, where's Vanna? <laughs> Are we fucking farmers? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Uh, can, I, can I take a quick look at the, these robes? I just want to make sure like, that these aren't like... Uh, I was worried that they were like from the Hucrelli kids that we're looking for. Um, no, they look like they're roughly stitched together. If you take a closer look, I'm gonna let you. Would you like to roll an intelligence check or a wisdom check? Either of those. I'll do wisdom. Uh, twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, your your guess is these were probably um, stitched together by goblins. Oh, it's like okay. good enough craftsmanship, but uh, you know, goblin stuff. Cool. Okay. Where to next, guys? So our, our options are like a, a, a cavernous tunnel or an actual door. Is that right? Yes. So now that you've moved a bit across the room, you're actually closer to the corner. So it's the northeast corner of the room. On the east wall is a doorway that looks like construction matching the rest of the citadel you've been in. And to the north um, is a rough cavern. Um from where you are now, you see that it's stained. It smells of blood and animal musk. There's a bit of light coming from glowing fungus. Uh, as you kind of peek in, you can see some matted furs on the ground. There's a wide wooden board with a variety of weapons laying against it. Oh, so it's not like a closed door. It's just an open doorway? This is the, the little cave entrance on the north side the door is closed but they're both in the northeast corner on the east wall is the door on the north side is this cave so you can you can kind of start seeing into the cave from your oh i see position. okay so yeah you could take a closer look but from here it, you know it looks like there's I'll, I'll are there any like uh actual like whole bones left from these skeletons or are they all like atomized oh yeah there's bones um, I'd like to cast light on one and then just use my mage hand to float it into the, like, cavern room and see if anyone or anything jumps out. And I'll sort of, like, give a heads up to the group. I'm yeah, like, that's... Like, stay at the ready. And then I'll, I'll, I'll send it in, like, a little mm-hmm. drone, almost. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a skeleton arm with, with the middle finger up, and it's, it's glowing. It's glowing very brightly. So yeah, you can see clearly now there's a pallet of matted furs. There's a wide wooden board with a variety of weapons affixed to it. There's a great cloak of patchy black fur that's hung on a slender pole. 
um, and to the edge um, of this cave are two large nests made of hair and dry fungus. I that's a whole lot of something. nope from me. Ooh. And as you float this glowing skeletal hand into the room, there's no reaction. You don't hear any sound. Uh, you don't see anything in this room. Uh, these nests, like, on the floor, like, do they look like rat nests, or do they look like something different? Uh, they don't look like the rat nests you've seen before. They look like, um, they're a bit larger, maybe like, you know, four foot uh, across, and you could go closer in, but from outside the cave, you'd have to inspect closer up. Um, okay. So it doesn't seem like this cave continues onward, right? It seems like it's a, an enclosed finite space there. Correct. Yeah, it, it looks like it's enclosed. So Do we want to go in and... What worries me is that nothing's in the nest. <laughs> I mean, did the nest look... Sorry, did I miss it? Did the nest look empty? Or can we not really tell unless we go in and look closer? Yes. Yeah, it looks empty, and you didn't get any reaction from the glowing hand when you moved it into the room. Or us fighting and lighting things on fire just outside of it. Yeah, I think we should, I don't know, maybe maybe investigate? What do you guys think? Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting close enough to see if we can at least tell what, what might be living here. Mm-hmm. Not apples, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Probably not. But if it'll make us get to the apples sooner, I turn around and I march into the cave. Yeah. You can go in. Uh, why don't you roll a perception check for me? Bet y'all roll real high. In the meantime, just uh, as a side note, Cass is going to eat uh, five good berries. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just imagine him watching Thorn walk in. He's like eating them hungrily like popcorn. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> like popcorn. That's exactly what I was picturing, too. <laughs> uh, 19 what's is my happen? perception. 19 perception. Okay, so going in closer, um, you get the sense that uh, something does live here. It's set up like a room. Um, the two kind of nests look like um, beds, and then there's one uh, larger bed that's it's kind of some soft materials and fur that's built up on a bit of a pallet. Looking around, you get the sense that um, whoever stays here is probably hunting there's a table that's kind of bloodstained it looks like possibly something was chopping meat here um and that board with a variety of weapons a number of them look like they could be used for hunting okay does anything look like it has value that i could steal before anyone else gets into the cave (laughs) (laughs) the weapons table you can see two spears there's six javelins there's a long sword a great sword. And that's what you see out in the open. Can I... Is there anything that looks like I can loot? Like the bed or the bags anywhere? can roll another perception check on the uh, beds. There's lots of hair in that, that those nope. nests. Do you want some hair? Yes. <laughs> I do <laughs> want some hair. Uh, no, I was just five, six, seven... I was eight, so it's not anything. How... How used I mean, do yeah, these you weapons go up to look? One of them and check through it. They look fairly, fairly well used. 
You know, they're, they're dirty, they've got old dried blood on them. They're not well kept. Do we think this is where the the chieftain, Chief Laura Dern was staying? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. The room that you came from above the shaft um, was in much better condition, even though goblins aren't known necessarily for cleanliness in that village area where they were staying they did put effort into where they were living. Um, this looks a little more wild. I'm going towards the door. You guys can keep looking. I mean, I'm not the, just because I'm leaving doesn't mean everyone else does. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll ask Thorn to hold up. I'm like, if there's something out there that's like coming back for these weapons, like maybe we should hide the weapons, like bury them in the dirt real quick. So that if it's hostile, like it can't really effectively attack us. Cool. Incinerate mm. them. I don't know that you can incinerate a longsword, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the javelins. How many javelins are there? There's six javelins. Uh, I'm going to take those. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I can I take the, the two swords and uh, put them in like the mud that the skeletons were tilling? <laughs> yeah, you can even uh, use the shovel that the one skeleton was carrying <laughs> and make pretty quick work of it. Cool. Nice. Is there anything like in the goop that they were burying, or were they just like moving it around like idiots? Oh, just Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) 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 It looks like that was like some sort of (laughs) fertilizer they were using. Uh, Tim, if you're grabbing stuff from the room to, or um, yeah, if things are being taken from the room, whoever's in the room can roll a perception check. Mm. Seven. 21. Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, wait, sorry, 23. 23, sorry. Okay, so with the high perception checks, um, and since you were, like, you know, looking around, moving items and everything, uh, you notice there's a bit of a gap underneath the uh, bed. You know, the one I mentioned, there's some, like, kind of wooden pallets and then fur piled up on top but there's a bit of a space underneath there i run and check and see it (laughs) Uh, is anyone gonna compete to get to the area first i'll roll for it not me (laughs) athletics I mean, if she like literally right. dove for it, I would probably be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" and and follow her. But uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna race her to it. Okay, so she races towards it, and you just take the few steps over nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thorn, uh, when you reach, you're gonna reach under that little gap, and uh, when you do, you feel a leather bag. <gasps> There's nothing under here. You- <laughs> <laughs> So you can pull out a leather pouch from under under the bed. I turn my back. To open it. So petty. Oh my god! As you open it, uh, anyone close by can hear a light rattle of coin. And inside, you have two hundred forty-one silver and fifty-four gold. So, uh, what do you ha- what do you have going on over there, huh? Nothing. I found this jingly. very cool bag filled with. I put some rocks in it <laughs> off the ground. It's filled with rocks and fur. Here you go. <laughs> I pick my middle finger skeleton arm back up again, and I just point it at Thorn. 
<laughs> Hugo has noticed Thorin several times, like, pocketing treasure and stuff. And not that Hugo's concerned oh, yeah, with, like, his share, but uh, he's more concerned that Thorin maybe thinks that we're all blind or stupid. <laughs> but also, like... <laughs> He doesn't fully trust Thorn at this point because she's she hasn't learned to be part of the team really. Um, so he's just going to out and out ask Thorn like, "Okay, Thorn, how much gold is it that you're looking for? Like, when is it enough?" I'm just going to ask you point blank before I go and bury these swords in the mud. How much gold is? How much gold will it take for whatever it is that you need? I'm just going to look at you <laughs> blankly and be like, en- enough gold? There's too much? What is it for? What What do people need gold for? Life, what buying you- food, you know, just, you know, regular. <laughs> okay. First off, Mr. Richie Pants over there, <laughs> you are assuming I am saving up for something? You have quite a bit here. This is this is this is an amount of wealth that uh, that most most commoners would not see in like several years. So it can be here one day and gone the next. What is it? Do you have a habit that you're trying to feed? Like, I just want to know who it is that <laughs> that we're on this uh, mission with. Somebody who wants to be part of this thing and get her badge of whatever it is that we have to get. <laughs> <laughs> Super convincing. I don't know what it's called. To be part of the guild. I want to be part of this thing and get my badge of whatever. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, does I don't know if I can roll insight on a on a, some like another person here, but Hugo is very skeptical about about what Thorn is saying. Okay, yeah, you could. Do I have to, like, set a number for how, when I tell him a certain thing? No, I didn't roll high enough uh, anyway, so don't worry he's trying to it. roll an insight uh, check against you, yeah, you could use deception to, like, defend against it. I'm not trying to deceive him. I'm being 100% honest. <laughs> Hugo was asking, like, what, what is it, what do you plan to do? Like, are you trying to live an opulent lifestyle? You're, you're just, like, you don't need all this gold. Are you gold. asking where I see myself in five years? You don't need all this gold this to complete the mission. Like, are you the person hiring me? Are you hiring me? <laughs> Do you, are you asking where you see me in five years? Like, what is going on here? To get I don't a- need this gold to complete the mission. No, no, but it for sure as hell will help me after we're done the mission. And I have to go live my life after this. Oh, so this is a one and done for you. With you guys? I hope so. No. Okay, uh, that makes two of us. Excuse me while I go and bury these swords. A guild. Okay, as as this is happening, um, Cass is going to take one of these javelins and and just kind of with the butt end, just slam it against the ground and just say enough. <laughs> I imagine it just goes enough up. bickering into the mud. <laughs> and it's all squish, squish. Maybe I'll, I'll try and break it over my knee or something. Smash it. I'll say enough bickering. Just shortly when you bang the um, the javelin on the ground there's a brief moment of silence and you hear the 
reverberation and kind of echo of your voices. Jeez, Cass, not so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, man. (laughs) I will maybe lower my voice a little bit and I will say enough. Enough bickering. This is not something that needs to be sorted out right now. There are more pressing matters at hand. And then I'm going to look at Thorn and I'm going to say, regardless of what your intentions and goals are outside of this, we need to know if we can trust you now. Can we trust you now? Yeah. And does it, okay. <laughs> does it, does it seem like you're being honest? Are you like, are you, should I roll insight too? Oh my God, guys. Are you being honest? Tim, why did you start here? <laughs> I think this is legit. I'm trying to have yeah, some character moments. What are we doing here? So I said, can we trust you now? And you just said, yeah. Like in this moment right now? In this, this. You said, can you trust me now? Oh my God. Your wording matters, dude. Can we trust you during this expedition? That's what you're asking me? Yes. Trust me to. Yeah, this This is is when you're you're trying to make it so specific. It seems really suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, be, it's very evasive. Well, can I, can I uh, like, meta here for a second? Can I explain why? Sure. I mean, yeah, for sure. If okay. If you want to. I, I, don't, I want to explain, like, because I'm not trying to be difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Thorn, her main thing is to get this guild membership thing, because she n- needs it for her work. And she will help you guys, because it's part of what she's been asked to do. She won't betray you or hurt you, but if it came down to getting the apple and getting to be in the guild or saving one of you, she's not going to, like, risk herself if the apple's within reach. Does Mm -hmm. that make more sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not friends with you yet, and I haven't built a bond with you that I would do this, but I would never, like, take the apple and run from you or send someone after you and leave you in the middle of battle. Yeah, that's helpful. So yeah. everyone's insight basically allows them to see that she won't betray you. Right. Um, yes. But she's not exactly uh, going to give up anything. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I couldn't say, like, yeah, you can trust me. Like, I'm not saying, hey, well, I'm your best friend or anything. Yeah. It was more that Thorn wouldn't be that way because her her past has affected her in a certain way and how she plays well with others. So. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, and that's that's helpful with the insight being able to tell that. Like, yeah, as long as we don't feel like we're going to be betrayed by you during this, and we feel like it's we're all still at least trying to accomplish the same mission, yeah. ultimately, mm-hmm. I think that's But helpful. you also feel like there's no desire to give anyone free favors. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That's <laughs> so I was like... I- can't if we're playing a character here she's not going to give no, away more to do it no. to express because normally yeah you do an insight and you can kind of phrase it in that descriptive you know meta way or whatever you want to call it so no that works out all right so i've finished burying these swords i'll just say i'll give you a, a garden gardening lesson later it's not now we'll wait for the sword tree to grow and then the profits will roll in <laughs> So Erky's actually going to grab one of the spears that was in the room, and he's going to cast light on it. So now it sheds some light. He's going to go over by the door and uh, wait for you guys when you're ready. Good idea. I'll cast light on my shield. I'll just take that other spear, too, then, <laughs> so it's okay. not left behind. Mm-hmm. No spear left behind! That's right. <laughs> I'm just checking. As I'm asking these, I'm looking at what weapons I'm proficient with, and I'm taking all the ones that I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, are you guys ready to move on? Yep. So as you <clears throat> open the door to this next room, what you see is that there are two rows of dragon-carved marble columns that march the length of a hall, uh, most completely covered in the luminescent fungus. There's a cobbled floor that's cracked and stained, and there's a whole bunch of small wooden tables strewn about the room. The contents of the tables include mortars and pestles, small tools, bowls filled with crushed leaves, chopped fungus, and other plant specimens. And there are six doors, um, three on each side of this hall. The, the, or, sorry, I should say doorways. They're all open into small rooms that um, yeah, uh, line the edges of this hallway. You can kind of see into the different rooms to a low degree. Um, yeah, they're a little dark. You can, you can, you know, see into the bit, but you'll have to kind of investigate. So just in terms of how this room is laid out, is it very similar to the other room that we had already walked through up above with all the dragon columns? It is kind of similar to that. It's definitely dirtier and there's tables around. Uh, the side rooms are spaced differently, but yeah, it's of similar design. Let's go in. Now this, the the ground that we're walking on. Oh yeah, I guess. So, yeah, we go in the room, but so just a, a question of the ground that we're walking on. You said it's like the soft sort of loamy decay vegetation sort of ground. Is it something that's, um, that you would maybe be able to see footsteps like that footsteps would have a lasting impression in or no. If you check that out, I won't make you do a roll because um, as much as it is soft ground and so it does make impressions, unfortunately that also means that many of the impressions are mixed up together. Okay. Okay. Um, let's, I would, I would go in cautiously, uh, you know, maybe not totally alone, but if, Somebody else is walking up with me. I'll, you know, walk maybe to the midway part of the room with my shield out, blasting that mm -hmm. light. Yep. I'll venture with you if you want company. So as you come in, you hear a little bit of sound um, from some of the side rooms. There's no one currently in the main hall. Um, you guys want to roll a perception check? Just everyone. Oh, that one. Shit. 22. Seven. Seven. I've rolled like four or five 19s on my D20 today already. I've rolled four or five 19s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how many like twos and sevens have you rolled? Materials that you've seen in this main room um, with your high perception you would put it together that it looks like this is like a, a workroom um, and these ingredients are probably um, being used in some sort of crafting. Um, when you listen closely, so there's three rooms on the north wall and three rooms on the south wall. The southwest room, so that would be, you know, the first, one of the first rooms as you came in, you can hear... Um, a kind of rhythmic squishing noise. Um, from the center north door, you hear a little bit of 
uh, hammering um, kind of noises. And you pick up a lot of weird smells as well. Mm. Is one of them an orgy room? Yeah. <laughs> it's the rhythmic squish of fucking... <laughs> Ridley Squish, the name of your band. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> With our first hit single, Bone Spray. Oh. <laughs> it's a goblin band. <laughs> Jeez. I'm picturing the album cover. <laughs> okay, so no, it's uh, great. It's like it's the um, Nirvana album with the baby in the pool, except it's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Cass is the only one who really heard this. Um, so I don't know. I follow his lead as to like what he's pointing out and like which which room you want to investigate first. Squishing, squishing. Maybe I'll just first just sort of convey quietly sort of go back and convey what I've heard. There's a squishing room? <laughs> Rhythmic. <laughs> Rhythmic squishing. I don't believe that was said, but you've added that in. That's what I he did. said. Yep. Ryth- Rhythmic squishing? Yes. It's like definitely squish, opening squish, the rhythmic squish, squishing squish, door. Squish, 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 squish. Someone's squish. making grape juice. Oh. Why is that gross? <laughs> They're making gross. wine. They're the doing something. <laughs> the orgy, okay, I'm up for, but grape juice, my god. Yeah. Man, Fucking it too far. Check out, um, let's check out the squish room, and I'm taking off my pants as we walk over. <laughs> All right, so you're going to walk up to the to the open doorway and take a peek in? Mm-hmm. Yes. The heads from, from bottom to top, Erky, Hella, Hugo, Thorn, and then Cass. <laughs> 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 so what you see as you look in is a large wooden mash area and it is actually two goblin commoners so the very small kind of as you've encountered them before the more non-aggressive ones and they're standing in this big barrel mashing up what looks like uh i don't know grapes, weird roots grapes, and grapes. some mushrooms <laughs> with their feet and a little tap on the side has this, uh, well, depends who you're asking, appealing uh, liquid coming out of it. And so what this this room actually looks like, they're making goblin wine. <laughs> Mushroom oh, juice. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, can I ask? Yeah, it's like roots and fungus. Because I feel like this is something that's so rarely going to be useful, but... I am uh, proficient with brewer, brewer supplies, so... <laughs> you have used it once me. before. Comes back again. Did I? Oh, yes, I did. That's right. The bung! With the bunghole! <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I have... So, you can definitely tell. Yeah, okay. they're... Yeah, they're in a mashing ton, and then uh, nearby is um, also two-gallon casks of the end product. And you, you see a, a bunch of the equipment. It's all there. So can can I ask Erky to tell these two that Chief Laura Dern has been brutally slain and they are free to go? <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. He conveys your message. Uh, they say a few things back, and Erky lets you know um, 
they they say they don't want to fight, um, but they can't leave because they're here on Bellic's command. Okay. Uh, th- again, through Erky, what about the dragon, the kobold's pet? He asks them about that and says um, he hasn't seen the other goblins. He got sent down here uh, to work for the outcasts, and he's been separated from the... Uh, rest of the clan okay can can we ask um who are there like is it just other goblins in these other rooms here yep there's a you know talking between erky and the goblins and then um he says yeah it seems like um they're using goblins as laborers down here and uh oh now i feel bad for killing so many of them more well, as I said, as you noticed, there are, like, the fighting class of goblins, and, and these are more like the commoner class. Um, and so, yeah, these ones have kind of been separated, and they're being used as a labor force. There's there's a number of different jobs. These guys make wine, some of them farm, some of them repair weapons and armor. Can I do a perception check to see how much XP these guys look worth? <laughs> I'm just, I'm I was joking. thinking the same thing. I'm like, I really want to get to level three because, oh, like, man. I want to get into. <laughs> Can I kill more things? Can I just start killing stuff? Okay, so I think I think we should convey. Hey, we're here. We're here to put an end to Beldic's uh, malfeasances. Um, you you know, just just stay stay out of the way, and you'll be you'll be fine. No harm from us. Cass is just gonna interject and, and ask um, ask Erky to, to just ask him if they know, or to ask the goblin if, if it knows what stays in the cave, what lives in the cave. Like what's... St- oh! Oh, that cave. There's a little bit of talking. Erky looks a little bit confused. You know, his goblin's pretty good, but it's not um, exactly a graceful language. And so, when he gives you the translation, he says... Um, you're telling me Balsag lives there. Balsack? <laughs> That's what I heard Ballsack. too. Balsack? Uh, it's Balsack and then it's Balsag when you get older. <laughs> we never did get it out of our system, Tom. I'm sorry. Okay. Ball is Ball. So. Um, is that a is it a name like does it seem like a name or yeah apparently he's a bugbear and he hunts around these areas but he's um he's not related to them they just stay away from him and he doesn't seem to bother or get in the way of uh bellic's work yeah and they they cower you know they're plenty afraid they offer you the goblin wine. Please just take it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'll take it. And does anybody want that? Didn't we try some earlier and it was like abysmal? It might be rude, though, to decline it at this point. <laughs> it would be rude not to rob them. <laughs> I have my uh, my last jug. I'm going to fill that up with their slop. Oh slop whatever. Yeah. It smells strong with your brewing experience. You can tell it's it's like a fortified wine kind of percentage. I mean, you smell it. I'd say you're familiar enough. 
You don't think you'd get sick on it. You just don't think it's it's an acquired taste. But the goblins really enjoy it. Okay, is this is, are these goblins manacled in here or or no? No. Okay. Uh, ask them to like tell the other goblins like about our discussion here, just to give them the heads up, uh, and then we should just continue on. Unless there's any useful equipment in any of these rooms that they think we should take. It's difficult for them to answer that. Um, they are very afraid, and I think as the conversation goes on, they're, they're getting more nervous and more kind of stammering, and Erky's having a harder time, you know, translating all this conversation. I'd say they're not going to go and, like, warn other people, because that would be actively working against what they were ordered to do, but they, they don't plan to get in your way. Okay. All right. So I'll turn to the group and like, shall we carry on? Yeah, I guess we, we might as well go check the rest of the rooms. Like I know they said that there's some other goblins working, but just in case there's anything useful. I don't know if they'd be like hiding anything valuable where the, where they're just goblin commoners, but we can, we can check if you want. Yeah, I guess that's true enough. I want, I'm curious as to what's in the hammering room. Oh, he did. You said there was someone. They they sort of work on the repairing weapons and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You are getting the okay. sense that this general area is a workshop. Yeah, I guess then we just. If it seems like there's a more natural way forward, like which way are we going? East, eastward. Yeah, you're heading east uh, through this hall, okay. and and yeah, there's a I door said, on there's the end. Three rooms on the north. Three rooms on the west. Or three rooms on the south. I mean, it might not be a bad idea to duck into the weapon repair room quickly and just see if there's anything useful. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we can have Erky run point again just so that they don't get freaked out. Say, well, we'll we'll all go in, but he'll like give the the, the same spiel that we gave to the other ones, you know. All right. Which room are you going to go to next? Yeah. Wherever the hammering, hammering is coming from. That's from the the central northern door. All right, so you go, you take a peek in. Yeah, there are two goblin commoners in here, and currently they're um, trying to repair some dirty goblin armor with a piece of cord. There's some leather patches around and other really crude implements of tailoring. Uh, Erky says his bit, you know, basically we're here looking around, don't try anything funny. And yeah, these guys don't have weapons. Uh, they're not about that. I think it seems like we should just keep moving forward. Yep. All this stuff is kind of low quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you <laughs> would not worth taking here. I would be I would be shunned from the uh, Waterdeep Golf Club if I showed up in one of these <laughs> <laughs> one of these things. <laughs> it does not match the dress code <laughs> it's it's not even worth burying that's how bad it is <laughs> yeah are you gonna explore any of the other rooms yes all right which one's next the next one <laughs> you can go northwest southwest south or southeast going with northwest kardashian Ugh. Boo. northwest okay so you peek in there uh, what you see is this looks like it's the barracks room. There's just a couple beds, some little mats on the ground. Any bags? <laughs> Do a perception check? Yes. Oh, Do you want more rocks and hair? <laughs> just hanging his head. 
<laughs> I did not perceive well. All right. It was just like a bunch of beds. There's no containers or anything. It's a very barren room. It's just uh, like matted bedding on the floor. All right. I go to the next door. All right. Let's say <laughs> we'll just move you along. So you check that one. You check the wine room. There's the armor repair room. If you check the central south room, there's wooden table in the middle, and there's a diseased rat that's strapped to it. Uh, it looks like two of the goblins are trying to give it medical attention. Can I just call over Caston because he really likes rats? I know, and I'm trying to be like a team player here, and he likes to wear them as a belt. That's I feel not like how this you one's say my name. One. Told the dead. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So yeah, you see this uh, diseased giant rat and it's strapped spread eagle onto the wooden <laughs> bench. Um, it looks like it's got horrible tumors. Uh, they look kind of woody uh, growing from the side of its body. And the only other thing of note is on a stand in the corner is a fancy crystal vial filled with some sort of liquid. Um... So I'm gonna get Erky to come over, and did, are they looking at me now that we've opened the door? Yep. Okay. They kind of hiss they... at you and make like growly noises, but okay. Do they look more fighty than the other ones? They don't have weapons or anything. No, they're the same kind of working class of people. All right. Goblins. So can Erky come over and give him the spiel? <laughs> yeah, he tries to talk to them. Um, and what these they ones say? seem kind of pissed. Like, uh, they're shooing you away. They're kind of standing by this diseased rat. And, uh, yeah, the only thing is, uh, Erky says, I don't know, it seems like they're doing some medical thing to that rat there. I, I don't quite understand. Is it like a pet? I'm going to try and take the vial. You've seen these giant rats you've even seen that one diseased rat that you guys so gracefully killed by dropping it in a hole <laughs> mm-hmm. and um this one is though diseased it's it's different in that like the the woody tumors are kind of like the size of a fist and there's a couple of them on the side of this rat i i want to try and make my way towards the vial okay wait as you're doing that so i'm gonna walk in and seeing them working on this rat, I'm going <laughs> to untie the rat from my belt. <laughs> I think I still have one, right? I think I did something <laughs> with one of them. I don't remember. I think you used it to jam something at some point. I think I did. Yeah, I used it oh, for yeah. something. But I think I still have one rat hanging from my belt. <laughs> Can you guys fix this one? <laughs> I'm going to take it off and put it on the table and just kind of gesture to them. Like, <laughs> like, this is for you. Uh, Can you fix this? It right. stopped moving a while ago. A couple days ago. Maybe this is enough of a distraction. This is not a rat garage. I'm a little confused like you're trying to tell them to do something. Is there any way that that could distract them enough that I could get close to the vial? You can move towards the vial. One of them will go towards the the rat you just... Is it totally dead? The rat that you dropped off with? Oh yeah, for sure. It's been dead for days. The one kind of like shrugs and then he jabs the diseased rat and it like squeals and moves 
I think they're trying to communicate that, like, you know, it needs to be alive. It needs to be alive. <laughs> no. Ship has sailed, my friends. Um, uh, if I see Thorn eyeing up that vial, I'll be like, Thorn, do you want me to mage hand that thing? Yeah. Mage hand. All right, yeah, it floats right over the heads of the goblins. The one looks a little dismayed, but he's also not going to, like, he, the, there's, like, a flash of upset and anger on his face, and then he, uh, you know, thinks better of himself seeing four fairly well-equipped adventurers in front of him. And Can Erky ask him what it's for? Classy, like, I don't, I don't get paid enough for this shit. <laughs> yeah, Can Erky you, ask them what it is? If you get Erky to ask them what it's for... They don't say anything. They just pick up this crude needle that they've got by the um, bench. It looks like it's full of a liquid of similar color. And they jab it into the rat and uh, inject the fluid into it. What happens to the rat? It's still diseased. Very (laughs) diseased and lumpy. Hmm. Does it look more diseased? Less Maybe. This is the worst episode of Bill Nye no, I've ever diseased. seen. He said, not less diseased. Can so. anyone run like a arcana or a nature check <laughs> on it? I am not those. good at either of those things. Mm. Or medicine, that's a thing. I have plus four to arcana. I don't know. Check well, it anyone's out. welcome to do checks for sure. I rolled an eighteen. Yeah, an eighteen arcana check. Um, you don't get the sense that this is a magical like elixir necessarily. So with that, with that said, it's probably more of like a an alchemical mixture. Did the rat like being injected? Can we tell that? <laughs> uh, I don't think the rat likes anything that's going on right now. Yeah, it's like it. You know. I guess I'm trying to express, like, it's a concoction of something, like, made up, but it doesn't have, like, inherent magical nature to it. But you could do a medicine check, right? And that would tell me more. Yeah, what was your medicine score? I didn't do it yet, that's what I was asking. I wasn't sure you said alchemy, and I was like, what? what? Is there one of those I didn't see Yeah, try a medicine check. If anyone else has anything for medicine, I only have plus one. I have a plus five. Ooh. I rolled a 19, so 20. 23. You kind of put together this weird little <laughs> goblin surgery or whatever that's going on. It seems like they're injecting it with a disease. They're they're intentionally making this rat um, sick and diseased. Um, Can the vegan part of me be like, let's free it? Let's free the rat. <laughs> It'll like immediately jump on your face. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, can we ask Erky to ask them like why they're why they're doing this? Yep, and they say because they're told to. Okay, all right, well, I'm going to toll the dead on the rat. I say we pocket this disease-like thing, though. Yeah, if you toll the dead, that that, doesn't that kill kill things? Yeah, it's uh, it's necrotic damage. Uh, Do you want it to make a wisdom saving throw, or or what? I think he just wants to (laughs) it. It fails. Putting it out of its misery. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it'll it'll kill it if you do that for sure. So we've got this vial of disease, disease, poison stuff. I'm going to cast detect poison and disease because that will let me identify the type of or the kind of poison or disease that it is. 
<laughs> All right. It's the it's the poison that gives you ball sag. <laughs> <laughs> woody, woody ball sag. Yeah, woody ball sag. Yeah, so I'm going to say that works out probably quite well then. And so what what's the ability? It actually says it lets you like identify the type of poison. Yeah, you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures, and diseases within 30 feet of you. You also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease in each case. You manage to gleam that it seems like what they're doing is using this um, elixir of disease to... It looks like they're trying to uh, impart some of the qualities of the twig blights well these goblins have a day off maybe they can help the other guys make the wine or something like that but uh why don't we carry on did you kill the rat Mm -hmm. i killed it so from here the only room remaining is the um would that be the northeast room um in here there's no goblins but there are some uh just like random uh tools um, sitting around and there is a door that leads on to the east to the east as a side note Cass is very disturbed by this elixir don't like it at all you guys gonna move into the next room yeah yeah actually just before we do I just want to ask um, do you have a quick question is anyone shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone familiar with bugbears? Because I don't think I would be. And I'm just curious if this is something we need to be, like, on high alert for. Do you want to do a nature check? Like, I know that... Sure. The goblins said that they just kind of ignore each other, and that seems to work out well. But, I mean, my nature check is an 18. So, you know, that yeah, bugbears are kind of like hairy goblinoid things um they're normally known as kind of they're they're real keen on fighting but they're probably a little bit more of like uh, ambushers or hunting types uh they're a little more individualistic compared to most goblins they don't always stick with a tribe are they like normal man-sized, or are they still goblin-sized? Like, are they humanoid, humanoid, uh, human-sized shape, or are they goblin-sized <laughs> humanoid? Yeah, they're like a medium-sized creature. Okay, they're yeah, they're they're a medium-sized creature. All right, well, I guess we just uh, on to the next room then. So, as you open the door to leave, um, what we're going to call Bellic's lab, uh. You enter into a long hallway. So, there are nodules of luminescent fungus hanging from the ceiling and walls. They grow in clumps on the flagstone floor. The light illuminates portions of grand bas-relief carvings on the stone walls, um, at least the parts that aren't covered with fungus. The carvings depict dragons in various stages of raining fire down upon terrified people. There's soil and compost covering half the chamber's floor, which allows a variety of feeble plants to grow. And there's a bench containing simple gardening implements uh, standing along the west wall. As you move into the room, uh, or the hallway, 
um, you notice that it runs north, and there are a few rooms um, on the sides of this hallway. The first doorway that you can see is, they're all sealed, but these doors kind of have view windows at where you would have kind of like face height. And so there's there's three of these kind of rooms on the sides, and then there's um there's another one at the very end of the hallway. Can I just confirm? Did you say that there are windows at face yeah. height? Yeah, like I, I like don't in know, a prison, like, um, like in a I prison just door. That face like... height was the <laughs> was the I measurement. Like little slats. Yeah. I know. I just I really liked face height as it's, it's the only measurement. face height if you're a human sized humanoid. <laughs> yeah, human I know. Sized humanoid at face Not height. Not for Erky. Faye had face height. <laughs> <laughs> Two feet above face height for Erky. <laughs> it's like a viewing window that's in each of the doors. That <laughs> face height. This does not bode well, but I'll take a peek in the first one. For sure. <laughs> so as you go up and you peek through the viewing window, um, you see um, there's kind of a, a mist that blurs the edges of this. Um, they're kind of octagon-shaped chambers. And there's a lot of growth. Toadstools, mushrooms, weird fungal polyps and puffballs. Uh, lichen hanging from the ceiling and the air that comes through is very humid and reeks of rot it doesn't look like there's much in these rooms and um anyone who wishes to can make a nature check Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, that's the uncommon zero (laughs) wow i got a 16 I say, what is plants, you guys? <laughs> what is plants? <laughs> the 16, as well as your nature, um, Cass, mm-hmm. um, it seems like these are, they're arboreums. Like, they're, each one kind of has samples of different uh, ecosystems in them. And with the gardening tools close by and the smell of soil and rot, it looks like, um, yeah, these are growing rooms that have been maintained all right i'm gonna look kind of quickly look into each one and see if there are any that look like they're growing more of those twig blights the first one you look in it's just a bunch of fungus kind of looks like um a lot of the other plants you've seen around the next one um there's kind of some scorching yeah the plants are a bit different you see some like weird brightly covered uh brightly colored uh fungus in this room it's kind of an acrid smell coming from it um and the next is yet again another kind of variety another kind of ecosystem it looks like there's a lot of long hanging uh lichen that comes down and there's almost like um what would you call it? like it tingles your nose you know you know and you can almost see it in the air there's you know spores and uh, uh kind of like pollen coming off of the plants in this third chamber uh the final door at the end of this hallway it does not have a viewing window it is 
just a solid wood door. It basically, does it seem like all of these rooms are sort of growing some sort of fungus? Like it? Yeah, they're all kind of like underdark plants. You know, there there's some that you can see that look like they might be surface plants, but um, because they haven't seen proper sunlight, they're also n- uh, not healthy. So there, there's a mix of different plants from different. Some are underdark. Some are like cave plants. Some are surface plants, but you know they're not doing so hot. All right. Well, I'm curious about this last room. Should we check for traps real quick? We're checking for traps, right? Are you gonna roll them? Yeah. Are we all checking? Okay. I, sure. I rolled a 13 to perceive. Natural 20. Woo! All right. There are no traps on this door. You 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 know that. You know it for sure. Uh, the the door is also unlocked. I open it. On the other side, um, so on this side of the door, there's no more, you know, dirt. Uh, you can tell that you know the area you just went through, you know, that's where the plants and all that was. Um, but this room is back to the stone that you're used to seeing uh, throughout the citadel here. And another thing of familiarity is some of the designs. So there is a dragon-carved granite block um, lining the chamber's walls and ceiling. Um, Though many of these dragon-carved granite are, like, broken and old, there is a huge marble statue of a red-rearing dragon standing in the curve of the western wall. The eye sockets of the dragon are empty, but a red, gro- a red glow still lingers there, providing a creepy reddish light throughout the chamber. Cool. Oh, God. The radiance casts an inky shadow behind the statue's wide wings. A five-foot diameter circular tile of dark stones is set in the floor in front of the dragon statue, and there are runes carved around the circular tile's inner ledge. I just had a horrible epiphany. I would, like, take out the, the vial. Actually, I don't know if I still have that vial that we got from the goblins, but if, I don't know, I would point at, point at it to whoever has it, presumably uh, Thorn. I don't know if who, whoever has it, but... I thought you had it. You bage handed oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, is Bellic going to put this into a dragon? Hmm. And disease a dragon? We don't know. We don't know what this disease thing does, right? That's why they're experimenting. The gold apples could heal it. Not the gold apples, the magic apples. Mm. How do you like them apples? 